0: Welcome back to Have You Tried Rebooting with Alex and Aaron. This week, we're talking about tracks.
1: The favorite topic for everybody.
0: Multi-tracks.
1: Yeah. So, uh, everybody has their own opinions on them. Everybody has their own way of doing them. Everyone has their own standard for doing them. Um, well, at first, we wanted to talk about why we use them.
0: Yeah. Well, why we use them. I think it's important to differentiate that everyone's going to have a little bit of a different reason. Oh, yeah. To a point where you could change staff people and that reason starts changing.
1: That is correct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I've found it to be very rare. I know a lot of people who've said, well, you only use tracks for when your players don't know the music and you're just going to use them to bury it. I find that to be the exception to the rule.
0: Yeah. I, I, I mean, at least tracks that are used well.
1: Yeah. Tracks that are used well are, are just a, they're a foundational piece to your mix. They make the mix sound big and full. Make but, the band
0: sound thicker.
1: Right. Without taking away from what the band is actually doing.
0: They also um, let you, um, especially these days, a lot of the modern stuff, like the the um, like effects and risers and stuff that are being crafted in the studio that you cannot do live. Because, you know, it's like... 3000 keyboard parts with a pitch bend and it's all, you know, it's all automated and that's oh, it's yeah. a rendered out file. Yep. Right. Like the intro to lion and the lamb, that little synth thingy can't really do that live. I mean, you can make a main stage rig to do it, but then your guy has to sit there holding this key and being ready to do other stuff. Right. You know, at what point is it's having, just, not to mention that, you know, it's pretty rhythmic and to have it right on,
1: Well, then you talk about what makes most—a lot of the newer um, worship songs, they have four, maybe five electric guitar parts, Mm -hmm. if not more. And you don't
0: have that many people on stage.
1: No. Most of us have one, maybe two electrics. Now, you do—I
0: mean, you do—this also, you know, comes into something we probably get into a little later, but um, let's say you have five guitar parts. If you have a good guitar player— He's going to play the lead, right? Yep. Your lead guys could play the lead. But if he's not doing anything during that chorus, he's going to jump over and play one of those other ones. Right. Right? So then you get into the setup aspect of like, well, if we have two guitar players and they're both really good and they're both covering, you know, this part, this part, and then half of this other part, you know, are you spending a bunch of time editing out for just, you know, at what point do you say we're just going to turn them off? Or yeah. that kind of stuff, but yeah, use those supportings. We use our we use right now. We use drum tracks on our Thursday rehearsals because a drummer can never be there.
1: Oh, that's the worst. It is the worst. I've I mean, never heard from a my drum. Front,
0: from a front of house perspective. It does nothing, but for the band on stage, it helps them.
1: See, I have found that to be true and untrue because uh, there are times some where we've done rehearsals with a drum track, and no one really like like your vocalists they're not really actually singing that loud cuz they don't have to overcome the drum the stage volume from the drum set True. so they're barely trying so your gain structure for them's gone it's garbage it doesn't mean anything by sunday when you have a drummer uh um, yeah
0: i mean the disclaimer on that is any if front of house guy is at that rehearsal we don't really get, like i mean i line yeah. shit i never <clears throat> i never like before everyone like throws the finger up at me you know the shame on you fingers like i i don't sound check our vocalists because if i tell them to thing they don't sing
1: I, I just line
0: check people hey make sure your mics works and then i'll do the i'll actually gain stage when they start singing
1: that's it's fair just, i have spent hmm. years trying to train vocalists hey i need you to sing as loud as you do on a sunday morning thursday hmm. night at rehearsal
0: Fact of the matter happen. is they're just not going to. No. I mean and there's all I mean, and you're addressing a different point than what I brought up was like, first of all, if you're sound checking, like there was a time where I'd be like, Hey, sing me your favorite worship song. Yeah. And I can at least get close. Right. But then as soon as rehearsal fires up, they're gonna dig in more. Yeah. But then what you're saying is also true Sunday, when there's people involved in the seats, they're gonna dig in even more. Right.
1: Yeah, no, uh, that's so
0: i i don't know i find that like a line checky thing but yeah you're probably right without that energy from the drums up there it's just one more thing to feed into that but
1: can we can in we terms both...
0: of form following and stuff like when people are supposed to drop out having that track there does help and it's like oh yeah the energy is going down we should not play here
1: yeah as far as like a band practice um it makes sense to do it, but you really don't get a, re- a true rehearsal mm-hmm. without an actual, without a drum set, unless you're doing yep. an acoustic weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you don't need that track, anyways.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Now, do you use tracks on acoustic weekend? Uh, we might use a pad and a click. Well, yeah, yeah, possibly that's a guide. A, that's a.
0: That's a. Uh, you know, put. Get all the people on the Discord to talk about that one. I'd be curious to see, like, a poll on that. Yeah. I've had a lot of people, like, no, we never use, right. use tracks
1: like on, on, on an acoustic weekend, like, in theory, you should be able to get away with an acoustic bass, acoustic guitar, oh and a yeah. cajon. I, 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 and a piano, if you're I, lucky. And this
0: is where just saying, do you use tracks, can be misleading. Because what I was really asking is, would you use a click the whole time with a guide? Yeah. Right. I wasn't saying would you use all fifty of the tracks well, de- in, <clears> in <throat>
1: support of that. <laughs> it, it also depends, like, because here's the thing: some of um, some people will have a click but no guide. Mm-hmm. Like we have worship moments where we'll have a pad going just and just a guide. constant click where the guide comes out, yep. so that our worship uh, the worship director at the at the our secondary campus can free flow. Sure. Um,
0: Do you got, you guys use Ableton right? So, do you use uh, session view or arrangement view? And I always forget which one's which. But...
1: So we use the uh, arrangement view for our more produced services. We use session view for the session more is free like stacked columns, right? Yes, I believe so. I haven't. Where you could push
0: a key and go to a, like very specific clip that you've. Or
1: do I have yeah. Backwards? No, we might have that backwards.
0: Yeah, I think arrangement is like the timeline. Or no, is the timeline arrangement is the columns. Pretty sure.
1: Yeah. Someone so,
0: tell me if I'm wrong.
1: Yeah. Or tell me. That's fine. <laughs> I don't actually mess too much with the tracks. Uh, in in our in our structure, at least. Um, well, it's tough. So I mean, because when I started
0: playing in my first the first church I worked at, and I was kind of the you know led the charge and setting yeah. them up and stuff. And the, the template or at the time that, that everyone kind of was doing was that, what do we say it was arrangement view, the stacked columns where you would attach specific clips to, you know, the thing. And then like the, the very first one would be the full song. But the idea being, if you, you know, play the full song, you get to the end of chorus two and you want to do another chorus, you can tap on the chorus button and it'll, at the end of the four beats, it'll jump back to that chorus. Yeah. Right. So you could add I mean, anywhere in the song, decide you want to go back to wherever. I mean, it's basically a vertical roadmap of the song. Right. You know, you want to cut out the last two bridges because you went around two more times. You click end and it goes to the end. And so yeah. it's like, well, currently we use session view, which, you know, it has its advantages and stuff. But the the way that, the way that, uh, I don't know if it's the system that we originally bought or whatever, but. The way that they lay out their markers and the the thingies that you would use to jump, you know, if you're going to use those markers and then drop them into that view, yeah, they're all behind the bar, which which makes sense from one perspective of how it was being used then, which is you know like if you want to go back to the chorus, you want it to count the chorus in, right, right. Right. You want the guide to tell you. But here's the problem. If you're using that in that vertical structure and it teleports back to the to a bar before the chorus, there's gonna be a non-seamless cut in your tracks playback. Because you only really you only want it to count that guide. Right? You want the guide right. to count in the chorus and then you want to go. Yep. And so I was like, this seems like a at the time, the policy was all the markers need to be a bar before it happens. Where so it's like when we go to, when we go to, you yep. know, during practice. Hey, we want to go back to the chorus. Click the chorus, and then it counts it off. And then you go. I was like, from a practice standpoint, I guess that makes sense. But like in terms of a live application of actually, like, you know, oh yeah, we want to go back to the chorus, and then the tracks jump like to a bar before the chorus. <laughs> like you know that, that you, you can understand where the playback right. problem with that will show up. <laughs>
1: So uh, out of curiosity, I looked it up, the difference between Session View and Arrangement View. Did we get it? Uh, so <clears throat> Arrangement View looks more like Pro Tools and other things, so yeah. it's got the actual sound oh, really? files in it. Oh, session okay, so View, session is, view the is the vertical one. Okay, yeah. so I was backwards. Yeah. There we go. My bad. No, I was saying um, at, at my church, our oh, structure, you know. uh, I don't really have to deal with tracks too much. I just I make sure the tracks get to me. And You're talking I about them. your staff structure? Yeah. yeah. Like no, our I mean, worship directors are responsible. Well, for- I
0: think that's, I mean, if you ask my opinion, that's how it should be. And I think, yeah. you know, if we polled a lot of people listening or a lot of our church-employed friends that we would find similar. Yep. Um, we actually just went through this with our staff transition where uh, I—the I, previous iteration of staff— the leader of the creative team was very technical and I'm also very technical. That's fair. Um, so there was a time where we were relying on like, um, I don't want to say volunteer worship leaders, but it was kind of like part-time position worship leaders where we'd have four or five people that once a month would build a worship set and schedule the people and run the rehearsal and that kind of stuff. Um, so it was really you know it was a highly technical creative team right so uh i ended up being in charge of the tracks during this season but it 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 did not bother it's like first of all if this is your first time listening i have a music degree i know how to do it right right i can speak the language that they need to speak yep i can also represent my team's side of things so it goes well But. You know, there were areas of, okay, well, I'm taking this off of the other guy's plate, but he's also fielding, you know, hey, can you come help us, blah, 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 in this classroom? He'd go do that. Like, we would kind of, right. you know, yin-yang, chasing each other constantly, you know. Yeah. S- someone would pick up slack for each other if something was happening. Um, <clears throat> so, we leave that era, you know, it's like, now we have a worship person. And for, for a while, it's just like, hey, I need you to make this track. Hey, I need you to make this track. Hey, I need you to make this track. And I finally had to sit down and go like, look, man, like, look at any church our size. That's not my... That should not be my job. Yeah. And, and realistically, because any other well, like, tech person that has a tech degree in technology wouldn't be able to do that. Right. Because you have to be able to talk musically with the worship person or whatever. And, I mean, the and all of that aside you know if you're crafting a worship set you need to be editing those tracks to do what you want to do right and we did that in one of our transitions too where it was i mean we were i was like really button heads with one of our part-time guys for a while cuz he's like you know i would kind of tell me okay i want these songs to flow together i do I was like no nah, it needs to be more like this i was like dude you need to come in and do it like if you right. don't like how I'm doing it, you need to do it because <laughs> right, I I'll just teach you I, how to do it, but yeah, and that's kind of what we did i mean he he was a he was a very go getter, so I'm sure yeah. he youtubed a lot of it, but you know I'd sit that's down fine. and show him some of the chunks, but we got to that point, you know, and then I would just do like right now, I do a lot of the inputting, but I don't do a lot of the editing, which is better because right. I built this system, and uh have you ever used the play app for multi tracks I but, have not I'd be curious. If anyone's listening that uses that for input, because I've noticed that they've beefed that up. I actually know my old boss texted me and asked me the other day, hey, can you send me the, it would have been the like multi tracks template that yeah. you could buy for Ableton. Yeah. And I was like, can't you just download it from their site? Like, I don't want to be sending it to you right. if you need to buy it from them. Yeah. So I went on their site and looked for it and I found the page, but it's all dead oh like you can't get it anymore <laughs> and then and then i w- proceeded to go back up all the, f- the files we have to our server and stuff because i was like yep. if that's not obtainable anymore like that's how <clears> we're doing <throat> it right now yeah uh i was like well that's interesting so i was like but I, i've been wondering is that app more robust than i thought it was i assumed it was to compete with like um what's the other company other, uh. the other tracks company Loop community. Ah. You know, they have the app and stuff. Yeah. I assumed it was to compete with that, but it seems like if they don't have the Ableton template anymore, it must be pretty robust yeah. system. Yep. So there's a question for everyone. If you use that, send
1: us deets. Let us know how you what you think of it. How do you like it?
0: Because let's be real. Preparing stuff in Ableton is not exactly glamorous
1: or fun. I wouldn't know. <laughs> The 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 majority of what I need to know is— All the worship pastors listening are like vertical head shake right now. (laughs) Yep, that's fair. Now, uh, what I know how to do is I know how to set outputs, um, how to— This right
0: here is going to illustrate my
1: point of why tech people can't just willy-nilly make the tracks. Right. I know how to set outputs. I know how to turn off the things that we don't want Mm -hmm. that maybe the worship director or worship pastor missed. Right. Every once in a while, you get a drum set and you're just like i have a full drum set already yeah. i don't need this drum set on you don't need on. the second one. yeah um
0: one that and yeah and that but that you know it's like if you're not regularly living in that world right that it's you need a music music person's touch to do that right? yeah and, and if and you're if your full time job is the tech side of things crossing over into the music side of things at that point you're doing the music person's job my and job is that to make sure discussion. it works Yes. Uh, the job what, is to make sure it works yep. and make sure it
1: integrates with the system. Correct. And right? that it, then it <clears throat> sounds good with the band. <clears throat> but if it doesn't sound good because parts weren't created, like that's the not volunteers weren't told, hey, the tracks are going to do this rhythm piece and you're going to do this lead piece. That's not on me. Well, actually, I, yeah, I can't I, make that sound this good. Is funny. You just reminded me because I think he's
0: he listens to this, so he's going to laugh. But uh, I was supposed to show one of our online guys yeah. asked if... Um, Hey, can we, is there a way that I can turn a specific thing down? I was like, well, I could show you how to use the remote access software and just log into the computer. He's like, it's not going to mess up. I was like, no, because our whole broadcast feed is just bus C. It's just all the send knobs on bus C. I was like, you just log in and turn it down. Just make sure you're not doing it while they're trying to start a new song or something. That's And right. then you just pop right back out. Yeah. I I do that when I used to mix online, I'd be like, this is terrible. And I just log in and like turn the shaker down or something, <laughs> nah, you know, you it's not like it's going to get saved permanently at that point. So, yep. Yeah. yeah. But again, you know, that's one of those, he's one of those guys that is, you know, right in school on both sides of the glass. Like I think is, but especially these days that's a, you know, it, it was more, com- it used to be more common, I think in the past, like 10 years. For you yeah. to have a tech person that was like, you know, either ex-instrumentalist or
1: ex-I mean, I'm, I'm a like, percussionist. And you play. Right. I'm a percussionist. I, I can play. I There's a lot of things that I can do. But you've you've never like gone academically. No. Right.
0: And no. that's, it's like without and that, you have, to, in order to actually build tracks, because you're talking, what key is it in? How, what right. are your transpositions? All that kind of stuff. It's like you
1: have to have that. You don't have to be like a degree. I usually she, turn to my wife and I'm like, Can you translate this to English for me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's, I mean, you know, and if, what happens then is if you put that on your tech guy, right? Right. Um, Let's, let's say, let's say I'm doing all that and I go on vacation. Who are you, who are you going to turn to then? If your worship guy's not, not in on doing that, who are you going to turn to? The next top tech guy. Right. And I can guarantee you at least speaking from my team's experience, no one else on my team has the know-how to do that. No, no. Um, and it, that, and then you're going to try and make it, a, a, oh, well, the system broke because you weren't there. It's like, no. no. The system broke because we have misassigned responsibilities. And it's, I don't it's know if we've set ever, up to break. Yeah, I don't think we've ever, <clears throat> you know, that's more of a hypothetical. We've never really been in that situation right. before. But it's easy. I mean, I can see the slope. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. It's like the safety rail isn't tall enough, and you're just staring there, looking over it, like, oh man, you know, it'd be it's a pity like, oh, if I fell. right If now. I fell, the whole thing falls. Yeah, and then it's either you play without it or or what or uh, yeah, and that's a whole thing, you know. Yep. do You do you use them all the time? Tracks. Yeah. yeah. Definition of tracks being you know bare minimum, as much as as little as a click in the guide to full tracks.
1: Yep. So we'll we'll jump depending on the song, depending on the atmosphere we're trying to create, you know, if we're doing a full band um then yeah, it'll be full tracks. So pad um so one of my at at, the, at our secondary campus right now um, <clears throat> we have an LV1 system which we won't even go into <laughs> how garbage that is. Um However, however, it did give me the opportunity to network in our Mac Mini that runs tracks, mm-hmm. so, which gives me you 32. Ch- I could do 32 channels if I wanted to because the LV1 is set up in 64 channel mode and I only have 32 oh, yeah. analog inputs. Sure. Because they didn't actually buy enough snakes when they did it and they just threw, pieced it together and called it good.
0: I don't know if I should have you ask me how many tracks I'm using.
1: Uh, are you above me? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. We are uh, You're firing through Dante though, right? I am firing through Dante. Yeah. I mean, ours is actually 1 to 1. Cuz we're a DLive ecosystem which is 128 inputs and we're yep. only using about 50 of them. So yeah, I was it like, wow, well, right. we have all these inputs? You might as well. Yeah. So Well, uh and I can I can do a little video and post it like on YouTube and the Discord and show how I I did it, but I basically opened up at the time I built this template and I wish I would have left a couple more extras. You know, you learn this after you've done it. I opened up I believe it was a song Echo. yeah Because it has like eight guitar parts and like five synthesizers. It yep. basically was the highest track count thing that we owned at the time. That's fair. And so that I rather than cuz you know, you buy you might buy a song from tracks that has five guitars and the next one's going to have four. Right. So you can't do this is the thing that everyone wanted it to be like alpha, alphabetical. You know, I was like, I cannot make you an alphabet. Like you drag the whole folder in Ableton and it just automatically stacks because if AG5 is missing, then everything's going to be offset right. by one, you know? Yep. So I was like, I can't do that, but I can, you know, they got, I don't know, synth one, synth two, synth three, whatever, or yep. they made they call them leads, you know? So I've got like synths one through four, pads one through four. So it's like, you might have eight synth tracks if they don't label them pads. Yeah. you have to go in and figure out which ones are the pads yep but you line them up and they're pre-routed yeah so this will really be like making a new song right so i'm dragging them into this template yeah every and then everything is just an individual output so it's not like i'm you know if you I made mean, a folder i make a folder for the song and then ableton will default assign every track in that folder to the folder output and then i go back and change it to an individual output that then dante's back to the
1: D yeah. live so. I, that's very similar to ours. We just use less channels. And we're yeah, on, We're stemming yours. Right. right. We're not on we're not on uh Dante with it's soundgrid. Mm-hmm. Um but like we have four percussion channels, perk one through four. That's in Ableton though. Right? And at front of house. Oh you have the four all four of them back mm-hmm. at okay. Um and then we have uh an acoustic channel, three electrics, um <clears throat> What else do we got? We've got the BGVs because mm-hmm. some tracks have that. Yep. We have an orchestra. We have a stereo dedicated orchestra. By oh, the way, the B- strings
0: and horns and all that. Yeah.
1: BGVs are also stereo. Uh, we hmm. then have a keys stereo, a pads stereo, and a loop stereo.
0: Oh yeah, you have a stereo PA. Our PA is mono, so.
1: Well, it's because you only have one real line array. Oh yeah, the other two are like half seeds. Yeah, but,
0: but yeah. So yeah. So you do some stemming inside Ableton, though, right?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. so from from what the worship guy and I have figured out is like basically, he does. Um, you know, there's an electric guitar. He sends it to. We'll just say number one. And the second song, electric one, again sends out to number one. That way, it comes to the same channels for me without me having to jump around to different channels. But, like... Are they not labeled, though? No, they are. Oh, okay. Yeah, everything's labeled. Um, You said
0: number one. I was like, does that mean the guitar is in number two next week, if that's just how it ends up being set up? Okay.
1: no, no, no. No. In all reality... I was like, please don't do that. I will die. (laughs) All reality, uh, click is number one and guide is number two. There you go. (laughs) And then bass is number three and synth bass is number four. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. And then it's four percussions, then my acoustic, then three electrics, and then followed by all the stereo channels. How many we, tracks
0: channels you say you had? 32? We have
1: up to 32. We don't use them all. Um, if I had my way, I would use probably about 25 of them. Right now, I think we're, with, chant, with stereos, we're in... We're probably only using like 16.
0: Oh man! Someone shut off the tracks machine. Ah. Oh. I was gonna remote it and see how many there were. <laughs> it's fair. I'm gonna try my other remote software. Yeah, I'm. Pr- I mean, we can do up to like.
1: I think Dante forty-eight or sixty-four. I think Our Dante main, can do sixty-four. Uh, it can do one twenty-eight. I think. I thought it was sixty-four per. I could be wrong. It's that may been... be stereo, though. Oh, yeah, that's probably it. That's Mm. what I'm thinking. Um, I should not use that
0: many. I I mean, I could tell you every time we buy a song, every track individually arrives at the console front of house. That's fair. And then there is some stemming that is happening in front of house. Well, technically at that point, it's just grouping. Yeah. So, like, you know, I think if you're, for those of you familiar with a console, layers C and D on the left and middle bank are all tracks that makes sense absolutely all tracks yeah layer b or b on the left bank is like basically the equivalent of tracks dcas nice right they're they're mixed buses but the tracks feed those groups yep and then those groups feed the tracks dca which is actually a dca so why are you you,
1: running it double like that why so not just run it straight to the DCA?
0: Part of it has to do with like when I started and started doing this, there was like certain people had a way that they liked to work. Yeah. So, like, our main layout on the right side is master fader, sub yep. fader. Yep. Uh, input for um, just canned music from a, the local computer. Okay. Input from our pro presenter computer, which is in a different room. And then you have like four or five DCAs. You got a master effects DCA. You've got one okay. that I've changed this at one point is all inputs. So if you turn this off, you can turn the fader down. All the, all the instruments will be off in the house, but oh. not muted to ears. Cause so, amp, so that's, that's weird,
1: your band DCA essentially. Basically. yeah.
0: But I think it, all, it also does vocal mics.
1: Oh, weird i have my be- be- I because have my... they'll
0: be setting them down on the floor when they go to leave or something and it'll make
1: noise so i i have vo- the vocals have their own dca
0: it's really easy at some point i've wanted to work in work in like a vocal bus so i could bus yep. compress them but um it's pretty easy to unroute and reroute yeah on that console so like if there's for some reason someone's talking on a vocal mic they'll
1: just go in and pop them out of the pop them out of that group but oh i just go in and mute that person and then when oh, they're yeah. like wait well, hey, why can't i hear myself you were talking yeah
0: <laughs> rehearsal fo- that stuff works fine but sometimes drang uh services like if they need to talk to <clears throat> each other and they're muted it gets weird
1: that's fair that's fair
0: uh then you got a um drum bus or drum dca and a trash dca which is okay. basically like yeah. master group volumes so yeah. The all input is really just a on off state, but it's on a fader. That's Whereas fair. the tracks DCA, like when I mix, I generally mix with the tracks DCA at like minus five, minus 10.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. I usually try just to keep them down. I just keep my DCAs at um, zero. At unity. That's, and then— Well,
0: that's where it starts. Oh. Generally, though, the tracks in, in our system, the tracks come in a little bit too hot. Gotcha. So tracks will be at minus five, minus 10. Yeah. It used to be, before we kind of trained up our drummers a little better, is that drums would be at minus 5, minus 10.
1: That makes sense. Just
0: didn't need that much in the room. Um, so that's kind of like the main, like, just yeah level, fitness level tweaking. Yep. The track stems are like, hey, I need to turn all the track guitars down. Like, this just too thick. Yeah. And then then you have the breakout of, hey, that tambourine is way too loud. Let's turn the tambourine down, right? Like, it, Well, there should be an argument highly, of uh, do we highly, need a tambourine? Well, it's highly <laughs> overkill and complicated, but it allows to, I mean, you can't tell me that everyone listening to this hasn't at least at one point in their life mixing with a left-right tracks feed gone. I have to turn all the tracks down because that tambourine is too loud or that oh, yeah. shaker is too loud. It yeah, yeah. Just it's just how it translates over to your system. Yep. So we solved that problem in the ultimate way by making sure that you could turn. Or I mean, we have that problem on our system with some of those weird like synth leads. Sometimes yeah. it just it speaks too much. And yep. Rather than try to EQ or, you know, I mean, not to say you can't solve problems with that, but the, the correct solution is we just need to turn that lead down. Every other track sounds great right now. Okay, right. pull the lead down. Great. You know yep. the the trick is when you have leads one through five figuring out which one that is
1: <laughs> also <clears throat> fair also fair no we um, so at my church that I was at previous to the one I'm at now uh, when I went down there they were using tracks off of an iPad through the mm-hmm. headphone jack yep with loop Split community tracks, right
0: yep yeah yep right and left our student stuff used to work that
1: yeah left was clicking guide, and right was everything
0: our students actually still like use that setup it was we were running it from ableton and uh this too complicated no i'll put this in my video i actually devised like you use the exact same file that you use in the worship center yeah but there's a like the a and the b remember i told you bus c was our broadcast mix yeah bus a and bus b are sub buses one of them is click guide which is left for the headphone feed, right? And the other one is all the tracks, which is right for the headphones feed. But these buses solve, they they accomplish a couple of things. One, if you're not plugged into the network jack in the worship center, they are mapped to the headphone outputs, which means if you don't have headphones plugged in, they play through the MacBook speakers. Right. So if you want to edit in your office with no connection to the Dante network, you can you turn those two buses on, and you can hear through the speakers, right? If you're making building whatever, the other thing is obviously was we we're getting at the split tracks. If you plug the headphones in, now you have clicking guide going to the left, tracks going to the right. Yep. So regardless of what room in the building we're in,
1: we can use the exact same file that we use on Sundays. Nice. Anywhere. Yeah. So that's kind of how we've started building because we have a we have dedicated. Um, Track computer Mm -hmm. at both campuses, Um, but our worship directors build the tracks on their laptops. So we.
0: Interesting. Yeah,
1: we just export. We just have the same. um,
0: Do you have like a repository
1: that they're both saving master files up to? uh, We just use. We have OneDrive, so everything Mm -hmm. just gets auto saved into OneDrive, and then we'll just download from OneDrive. So Um, you would
0: download, like you say, you're doing like. uh,
1: yeah, never play a service off of OneDrive. Always download to a local your local drive. Oh yeah, always then... keep on this device. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But point. Oh, did someone try to do that? We once?
1: did. We did that once.
0: <laughs> did it buffer the oh, whole time?
1: Uh, f- yeah. That was the day the internet decided to not work.
0: Uh, oh yeah. 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 Always point to the local folder. Um, but do so. Then you would have a so. Say you're doing like, um. Alive. The song Alive. Yeah, you have one folder for Alive in your OneDrive, mm-hmm. and then both of them would just pull from that if
1: they were both doing it. Yeah, so they and one folder, they, and
0: then they would tw- you know save a local copy and tweak it if they're doing a different arrangement or right.
1: something. Right. So everything's saved to our. Um, we have one library where the songs are, where every all the stems, all the tracks, everything is saved to. They'll download from that, <clears throat> piece it together, like, on their computer and upload. We run it as a, a week-to-week thing. So, like, we'll just have a uh, – we start with the year. So it's 2023 you know, the 16th yeah. of April. Yeah, did, and then so. you save it by name of the campus so that um, okay. you can – so basically it's downloading. They're doing what they want they then export and upload to OneDrive. Okay. Or in the case of our uh one of our worship directors doesn't like uploading to OneDrive, he just throws it on a on a external SSD and then brings that in on Sunday morning, plugs yeah, it in, drags fine. it onto the computer, calls we it. We have day.
0: an SSD that's attached to the back of the
1: MacBook that runs it. There you go. And maybe twice a year I back it up to our server. Well so he he has a four terabyte SSD, so every once in a while he'll just back it up, but most of the time he's just chugging along. Happy's a clam to do it. Side
0: note, any of you looking for SSDs or things to hold your tracks on, I have discovered, and it may not be as important for track stuff, but um, you can buy external enclosures that hold uh, NVMe drives. Oh. Which means you can buy those little M2s that the gamers use that transfer at like stupidly fast speeds and use those as an external ssd.
1: We have one.
0: I think our um we have like a part-time/contract slash person that's in college right now that we bought one for um video work and she said the first and now mind you I think the computer she was on, the bus on the computer couldn't even to- hit the f- top speeds of the drive. I mean like, the computer was older than the drive's technology, which means that, like, yeah. the, like, rather than what you'd normally run into is the computer can't write to the drive any faster. It yeah. was, the computer was writing as fast as it possibly could, and there was still overhead on the drive nice. to write faster. That's good to and know. And she's like, this is ridiculously fast. I think, I think the math said it was going to be three or four times faster than a standard, like, Samsung external
1: drive. I mean, my, my one terabyte Samsung external is stinking yeah, quick. Yeah, they're pretty good. But so, but I mean you, when you're talking the full benefit
0: of this is when you're moving like B RAW files that yeah. are like fifty gigs or more, you yeah. can be shaving thirty to sixty minutes off of a file transfer. <laughs> right when you're moving a terabyte at
1: a time, it
0: yeah. All that to say though, but the price point around them is somewhat similar. So if you're doing anything with like high volume file transfers, definitely check that out. Because
1: good to know, good to know. I'll have to look into cool. that. They're pretty cool. We also, a,
0: we kind of started getting into, do you ever not use them?
1: Yeah. And you said you guys always run a click no matter what? Pretty much. Uh, at least in the, the the position we're in right now, um, there's definitely a time and a place where you don't. Um,
0: I'm assuming uh, your worship person gets to make that call?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely uh, – now, once you once you have built up trust between the tech guy who is more in the room, kind of monitoring the atmosphere of the room itself, um, there are times where I can speak into that and go, hey, we probably should be running a click, or no, let's just kill the click, keep it flowy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, of Well,
0: define keep it flowy, though, because you can flow with a click.
1: Right, as long as you don't have a guy yelling at you to do things.
0: I mean, and like we were talking about earlier, if you have it set up right, you could even flow with a guide
1: if you wanted to. Yes. If your
0: band's good enough, you shouldn't really need that guide at that point. That's
1: fair. But. I mean, we're all working with volunteers. Yeah. That's not to say volunteers are bad. That's to say they're not professional musicians. Mm -hmm. The guides are very helpful. Oh, yeah. And I actually, I find that a lot of graphics operators like listening to the guide, too.
0: Yep. (laughs) <laughs> I've actually. I think a couple of ours have actually asked about that.
1: Yeah, uh, lighting people also like listening to the the guides.
0: Yeah, see, you're giving me all these ideas as I'm looking to revamp our comms system. Oh, um,
1: just make sure that you do it in a way that doesn't cause like buzzing. You know, so we have we have. Our, I was just
0: thinking I'd feed the Dante guide channel into the comms.
1: Yeah, that'll
0: work. I, I, that's all I thought. I hadn't thought past of the how. I was like, oh that.
1: That's fair it can't be that hard to do I think we have a we have a direct out from our front of house at the at the um the main campus we have a direct out from front of house that carries the click and the guide into the comm system sure I
0: don't know if I'd want my comms guys to have to deal with click that sounds terrible
1: well ours is also um we have the we have a clear comm system that's got four
0: Oh yeah, separate.
1: Right. So, just isolate. whoever has the main boxes can decide if they want to listen to it or not. That's fair. That's but I uh, give you a dollar if you guess which which channel of the clear comma system has the worst buzz to it. It's that one. Oh, because, the click one. I see. Yeah, because there's a there's a ground loop issue between front of house and oh. the com system, and I haven't had the time to track it down. But they've been dealing with it for like two years prior to me. So I'm just like, it's not super high on my radar. Team Speak Five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we've talked about it. I check it every
0: couple days. That's fair they're at. But yeah, I mean we'll we've had a lot of instances where it's no tracks. Including no click. Honestly,
1: unless you have a rock solid drummer.
0: Well, or I mean a good band even. Um, because I, there's been some of those days and it's just like this song is going on forever. Yeah. You know, because yeah. there's no accountability. Yep. You want your time to be twice as long as regular time? No one's going to know, you know, there's no accountability there. And I mean, like, cause well, I, I played on my current team a couple times and, uh, I actually texted our drummer afterwards one after like a practice. I was like, is it a general tendency here for everyone to, to push yeah to push i think it, it everyone gets excited as a whole and then time starts getting shrunk like they push the beats a little bit it's not a lot uh. and i was like this could just be me not having played for a while you know it's like i used to play every day so you asked me to pocket i knew exactly where it was like yeah there so, there's some times where i found myself getting off click but what i was what i was struggling with was i was like i feel like i'm laying time pretty solid is it I feel the entire band pulling ahead and I'm trying to go with them and then I'm finding myself ahead of the click and then I'm like blaming myself or am I just actually not keeping good time?
1: Oh, that's happened to me a couple times. The end times.
0: result is the same, but how it's happening like as a player. Yeah. You know, because if it's, if you're trying to meld into the band energy, you know, it's it's less of a you're keeping bad time and it's a you're trying to keep time and play the energy. Right. You know, and then which, if you start laying it down, it, it's almost going to feel like you're trying to
1: keep everybody from... Which, I mean, that leads us to the to another important topic of tracks. You know, somebody on your, on the stage in the band who's paying attention to everything that's going on musically, are they running tracks? Or do you have them oh, in the front who's of house? running them? Yeah.
0: That's a I, good discussion.
1: I prefer to have them on stage. I like having... The uh, the drummer is always a good choice. Your m whoever's mding is a, another solid option. Like these are people who are paying attention to the click, making sure you're staying on rhythm, making sure you're you're not jumping from verse one to verse four. You know.
0: Now, when we, you say MD from an onstage con- concept, is
1: uh, that your worship leader? Not necessarily. But it is, it, it is it sometimes. It can be. It can be. So like what we have, um, we have the worship leader and then it'll it jumps between our our keyboardist and our bassist mm-hmm. they're mding so they're calling cues they're essentially they're overriding the guide so they're watching the worship leader and the vocalist and kind of saying okay I can see this is the energy what we're going for. This is the energy that they're really pushing. So the, the MD's relationship with the worship leader has to be kind of a tight-knit. Like, they have to be able to read body language. They have to be able to understand kind of this is what they're going for. Um, or if you're like our guys, they have hand signals. Like oh, our,
0: man. I was about to—I was like—I had this, like, thing bubbling up about hand signals, and then you you
1: went there. Yeah, and I'm, Yeah. Um, uh, so you guys have that, too. Our worship guy is pretty—he's fairly—he's reserved with them. He doesn't use them much, and it's usually, like, uh, not a behind-your-back where it's super obvious he's doing something behind his back, but he's usually pretty good about, like, he spins around, like, looks at the back of the stage real quick and does something fast, you know? Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Um, And so the MD is just the person. He's got to talk back on stage. Uh, the other benefit of that is you have somebody on stage who can talk back to the booth. If you have that tied back into oh, yeah. somebody's in-ears in the booth, like your, your lighting person who's listening to the click, just throw the MG's mic into theirs, too, because then your lighting guy can follow. Oh, hey, we're going to skip this verse because it's not really mm-hmm. feeling the energy here. We're going to jump straight to this bridge. You know then well, the lighting... to,
0: uh, I'm trying to remember what you said before that was what I was going to
1: jump on uh well you were going to jump on hand signals apparently
0: yeah and uh, in your context i think they're being used correctly like i've i've been in some situations where it's just people want to throw hand signals because they want to do it their way yeah you know and i'm like uh as a drummer having sat in this position where it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you when i want you to stop the track yep first of all i shouldn't be stopping the track you're right you should. It should be. It should be set up and faded. Yes. Or flowing into the next one. Yep. Or have some kind of MIDI thing set up that
1: stops it for you. And even in that stop, it fades it out. It doesn't. Yeah. Just it cut.
0: stops after a fade, right? Yeah. So I should not be stopping it. Yeah. But 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 you know to in your t- that's why I was asking you know is your worship leader running tracks because I've I've been in some spots where it's well I was like well. Yeah. Instead of all this complication of all these, you know, throwing up gang signs and all that, like, why don't we put the computer by you? Well, I don't want to have to deal with that. Well, so. um... Well, do you think I want to deal with staring at you for the entire set to wait for your hand (laughs) signal? Like, I'm trying to worship here, too. I'm trying to get in my zone, just like every person on that stage is. And if they're not, should they be up there? We'll talk about that in another episode.
1: Yeah, that's that's a uh, our, our team was having a discussion on that the other day. So it, it would be interesting to you and I discuss that um, and just kind of hear if any of our listeners have any thoughts or opinions on that. Uh, the other thing that our MD does, though, is like if there's a we, we don't do mu- music stands on stage at all. It, we're, we're pretty.
0: You just run a confidence monitor?
1: Not with chord charts
0: not like a whole chart i mean you have words on the back right we have words on. are the you back. using the multi-tracks integration where you can put the chords above it
1: no oh no so just words just words uh it's a it's kind of a, it's a requirement to be on our team that you they have to know it. your music i like that um our but we also use the number system so i yep. i've again full disclosure i don't play anything but percussion instruments i don't know what keys are like what number what no, these I've numbers mean No, I told people
0: mean, several times in trying to help nudge yeah. people in growing programs that the number system
1: is a solid way to do it. So our MD also like will help call out those uh, changes if they're necessary. So like if he realizes that say the keyboardist is playing the wrong keys or the guitarist uh the electric guitarist is hitting the wrong chords he can call out the numbers and go okay now we're going to the 1 now we're going to the 3 you know again i'm making this up as i go because yeah. I, but this yeah, w- no one ever goes from a 1 to a 3 Aaron. i have no idea <laughs> i don't know don't judge me um but like but that's what but we, we have the md for that too you know he fills a lot of roles there i think we're going to have to do an episode on an md position and the, the usefulness it's of it possible
0: i don't have a lot of experience with one but i remembered what i was going to say now yeah uh, which is, and this goes to your like stage MD thing. Uh, I I worked with a guy once. One of my buddy's back in Ohio. Um, has a, A B switch on. He uses a wire Oh yeah, mic, yeah. Uses an A B switch, and mm-hmm. when he flips the A B switch, he's now talking to in ears and comms. It's great until then. And that's it until they
1: forget which one they're on. <laughs>
0: You cannot tell me with things like companion and stuff that there's not a way to write something that has a little screen that tells you,
1: you know. Well, I most mean, of them will have a little light on it, but they but still. But it would be
0: labeled. You'd have
1: to.
0: Yeah. Well, when it's on the floor, like I were talking foot switch for this, you know, yeah. you just stomp it and, um, you know, I mean, if your whole team is using it. If your whole team is using it, there's no reason uh, that you can't.
1: Yeah. All right, yet. well, I think um we're gonna have to do a whole episode on the MD stuff now that we're we're kind of getting into that. All right, guys, you guys have a great week. We will see you all uh, next week. come back for some more. Until Remember. Next time. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Oh, we don't have an Instagram yet. Uh, Oh, yeah. On Facebook. uh, Discord. Discord. Send any questions you have to our email address, which is— Or the Discord. Or or the Discord. (laughs) Or Facebook. Honestly, anywhere. Send us questions. We want questions. Give us things to talk about. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys.